Welcome to Art Talk with April. I'm April Harris. I'm the artist of Inked April located in Birmingham, Alabama. And this podcast is going to be about all things art. We'll talk about books, invite some artists to interviews, and much, much more. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Art Talk with April, and today we have Amber Orr, and she is an amazing artist. She does sort of this abstract realism. She's a, she has a degree in drawing. She's a painter. She does faces and portraits. It is amazing work, and you have really got to check it out. So, thank you so much, Amber, for being on here and talking to me today. Where are you located? I am currently in Birmingham, Alabama, but actually in a few weeks, I don't know where I'm going to be located. Um, uh, I've been thinking about relocating and moving out of state. So, yeah, as of now, today I'm in Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. That's exciting. You're like, hmm, where do I want to (laughs) go? Yes, 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 yes. Awesome. So um, are you self-taught or um, have you gone to school for this? I know you said you had a degree in drawing. Yes, I was self-taught. I just started um, drawing when I was eight years old. And I would look at Dragon Ball Z and some cartoons taught me how to draw. That was my, I was a tomboy. So I was always gravitate towards Dragon Ball Z, Disney. I'm obsessed with Disney. And then I went to School of Fine Arts. And that changed my life. <laughs> and then I graduated from the University of Montevallo. Oh, wonderful. I actually went to Montevallo for like a couple months. About <laughs> this is a long time ago. <laughs> and uh, uh, eventually went back home to Montgomery. So <laughs> um, that's fun. We have that in common. I love Montevallo. Um so you've been making art since your childhood, right? Like what got yes. you into, I mean, like you said, the cartoons and everything. Did you have um, like any art classes in school or anything like that? Or No, I've always, <laughs> I had this dream of being a fashion designer when I was little. So I used to make oh. these little weird looking women and I would always pull out outfits with them. And it's so funny because now I'm really obsessed with fashion. So I always had a love of fashion and cartoons and fantasy uh, but I never my path has kind of been all over the place but yeah it originally started with me drawing on McDonald napkins and my mom was like stop drawing on those napkins <laughs> so always just, I just started drawing no one t- told me to do this I just remember being eight years old and loving Pocahontas and oh, Power Rangers God. and I was like I just want to draw these big-headed women and put clothes on them and <laughs> I was still doing that. This is my pop music. Like I used to always be like a, a closeted Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys fan. I didn't want anybody to know that because I was so weird and so different. Like I grew up in a predominantly like black neighborhood. Yeah. And I just always stood out. My mom used to tell me, like, hey, my this this shower right here, I'm the oldest. So like this shower right here is gonna be sitting on bing bags and living on the trees. I'm just <laughs> Oh, this is different than everybody else. I was into wrestling. I was oh like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I was into everything opposite of what I grew up around. Yeah, so. yeah. Like you were 
you're a very eclectic child. You had so <laughs> many interesting. Yes. Um, that is just awesome. But that, yeah. you know, I feel like that's part, I don't know about you, but I feel like that's part of like an artist sort mm-hmm. of spirit where you're like, you just, if anything is even remotely interesting to mm-hmm. you, you're like, yeah. you know, you start looking yeah. at this and doing this, and it doesn't really matter like what yeah. it is means to anybody else or mm-hmm. you're just like that's interesting i want to oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're like sampling parts of life where you're like oh, yeah. oh, cool this is cool and it's just uh-huh. you know, whatever you know yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome that you're even doing that <laughs> as a little child and they're like this child's gonna be a different kind i don't oh, yeah. know <laughs> yeah. she, she, my mom didn't understand me but she was just like okay <laughs> i gotta do something with this child she's so different. <laughs> I always love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So um, I talked a little bit about your art, introducing you and everything. What would you say, like we talked about um, before we got on, your medium, like do you have a favorite kind of medium that you use? I started out with acrylics and then recently I got like this set, maybe like a year ago, I got this set of um, watercolor crayons and I've been, they've been, a, I've been obsessed with them. And I used to just take, I take ink pens because I've always been a lover of uh, inks because yeah. I like this balance of my work is kind of like this destruction reconstruction process i love showing the mistakes in my work and uh pencils i kind of stopped using pencils because i wanted to always have that confident stroke in my work so i use um pens to outline whatever i'm thinking about and then i go i'll wash it down with uh acrylics and then watercolors but lately it's been watercolor crayons um and then i go back now to acrylic so it's a little bit of playing back with the acrylics yeah. and I don't know I, I literally sometimes fight with the mediums because I want to control them so bad and so I'm learning how to just let it be and relax so I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of changing my process and learning about myself so. yeah well see yeah. that's one of the things that I really love about your work as it is right now is that it feels very expressive mm-hmm. and I can see where you're saying, like, in some of your line work, you're very controlled and, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're making that confident line. Mm-hmm. But then you go back in it. It it appears as if it's so loose, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so w- whatever you're doing, I love it. <laughs> like, yeah, I see where you get there. I tend to um, one of my favorite classes that I took in Montebello was with um I can't think of his last name, but Joe, uh, my professor of drawing, I love his classes. He taught a series class. And ever since that day, that's how I work. I have so many ideas in my head. I have to work with either two pieces or three pieces at a time. So I start all my pieces out as a series and I just kind of let my whatever I'm going through uh, emotionally, I let it out into the pieces. I start drawing it out and then I paint it and then I come back and I kind of control it. (laughs) And so that's how I used to work. And now I'm in this phase where I feel like I've always had people tell me that my work is too small. Like some of my pieces, they need to be bigger. And so I'm like, huh. So now I'm learning since my life is so crazy right now. I'm learning that maybe I should do the opposite 
and focus on one large piece or one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. I've always worked in a series. So now I'm learning. Maybe I need to put all of the things that I've been through recently and my emotions into one large piece to showcase all because I have so much going on in my head <laughs> and I have so many things to say about life right now that I feel like I need to make it larger. Yeah. That's the next step. <laughs> How I'm going to get there, I don't know. <laughs> See, that's so interesting. You said, okay, you said so many interesting so things out there. I have got to talk to you about this. Okay. <laughs> you said that you kind of, you know, do it real loose and then you go back and control mm-hmm. it. I feel mm-hmm. like you're going back and refining it. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't ask a better word to use. Yes, yes. And you said that you work in series. Well, um, uh, several artists that I've talked to, they work in series. Like mm-hmm. um, yeah. they actually gave me the advice to work in series. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. that it would all like be consistent and look mm-hmm. a lot alike. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to me specifically because as an artist, mm-hmm. I started off large, and I would do like one, one yeah. large one, yeah. And I have moved to small, small. series, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the opposite of what you said. And I mean, it's just so interesting because it is interesting. I think it's it's something that you have to try it. You have to experiment oh, yeah. and see what that feels like. Like, mm-hmm. do I want to work large? I think your work would be great large. Yeah. But yeah. I love it as small, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll never stop doing the small pieces. <laughs> and I think, you know, what I found, um, the small, man, it's so easy to do small mm-hmm. ones. Oh, yeah. And then you get that sort of, you finished something, you did mm-hmm. something, you made something, and yes, it feels like yes. you're being productive and you have uh-huh. all these smaller pieces, mm-hmm. but the larger ones they're going to take a lot of time or extra time. And they're like, um, I think the largest I've done is 24 by 36. Okay. Yeah. And that's not huge. Like some people's mm-hmm. artworks are, but holy cow, the 24 by 36. It was just, <laughs> and I used to do it that way every single time, 24 by 36, 24 by 36. And I was just like, man, it just took me forever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not one of those things where you like work on it every single day necessarily, mm-hmm. but you, you know, go back every few weeks or every other week and you're like, okay, I'm going to add a little bit more, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting how you feel about that. I kind of, I, I actually um, enjoy working on large pieces. The largest pieces I've done is these two murals that I did whenever the pandemic was, I think it was December, 2020 around that time a really tough time in my life uh and still a tough time in my life my mom my family got affected by covid and my mom is unfortunately still (laughs) it's been a crazy two years and so during that time i learned that working large on those murals gave me a sense of control Oh, I, I work really fast. That's why I do series. I'm not a person that's afraid of an empty canvas. When I see yeah, a yeah. naked, a blank canvas, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is my life because of my family situation and all kinds of other stuff. It's chaotic and crazy. And my work style used to be chaotic and crazy. And now I feel a sense of 
freedom. I want to have this freedom. Also, I, want to, I need this sense of discipline and structure. Mm-hmm. And so when I was dealing with not having my mom around, working on those murals, they're on large scales, but it taught me how to work in one spot, consistency, how to move. Like it was teaching me time management. It was teaching me how to do the same thing over and over again, instead of being all over the place. Cause sometimes my own process gets me overwhelmed. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta do something different. <laughs> I feel like I'm in control. So working large scale um, is actually calming compared to when I work my whole yeah, so it's interesting. I'm learning and I'm changing. I don't quite know what I'm doing, but I know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, I mean, I just, you you need to listen to the podcast I just posted. Okay. We, like, I'm in my 40s, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I don't know how old you are, but you seem young. I'm and you're, how old are you? 33. 33. You're still young. You're still young. <laughs> and um, you're the age I got married. So you're still young. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Listen. Okay. That, that thing, that doesn't ever go away. I don't think that where you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm gonna, like, I'm just going to try this and this and this. I don't think it, I don't think that ever goes away. Like I've talked to older artists and they're just like, they're saying the exact same thing you're saying. And it's like, oh, that's so, yeah, yeah. I wish I had heard that in my thirties, like talk yeah. to someone who was like, and these are people who they're, they're showing in galleries all over the world. And they're like, I, you know, I don't know what I'm, I'm like, really? <laughs> Yeah, like you're supposed to have this already figured out. Figure out. Like, what are you telling me right now? <laughs> and I'm learning. I'm learning. That's my my younger sister, big slash big sister, is <laughs> telling me. She was like, "No one. If anyone tells you that they got it all figured out, then they're lying. No one has. A, no one has a road, a perfect roadmap, roadmap to success. Yeah. And who wants to have it all figured out right now? It'll be boring." You know, life is about the journey. It's not necessarily about the destination. So I'm learning that it's all about right now. And so I'm t- I'm learn. I, I hope to get that message across to other people, and I hope to get the cr- message across to myself that you have to live right now. Who do you want to be right now? Yeah. And and focus on that. And all the stop worrying about tomorrow and like I don't know what I'm doing. Just who do you want to be right now? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I think during especially during these times, like you said, like COVID has really affected you personally, oh, yeah. family. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know people too that have had just devastating losses through this pandemic, yeah. and it's just like you just have to take one day at a time. Yeah, and even as an artist, you know, mm-hmm. like it, when it comes to that, using art as it as a way to work through those emotions and the things that you're going through and expressing that and getting it all out. Exactly what you said earlier um, is so awesome. I think, I think that that also is why your art is so 
expressive and it and emotional and it's just I cannot say enough good things about your work. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just gonna go on and on about it. Okay. So, um, but yeah, like I think that you're on a super awesome path. I think that you are very talented. Thank you. And just keep going with it. And like, if you say to yourself, I want to see about trying, you know, larger work or, you know, like, okay, you said that um, you won a contest for doing a mural downtown Birmingham, right? It was a um, H2 Realty. They um, hosted a competition where they were looking for artists to do a mural. I thought I was confused a little bit about the competition. I thought it was we're going to do like a, a mural. We're gonna, everybody's going to do a mural and we're going to whoever does the best mural is going to do a larger mural or something like that. Yeah. But it actually they they end up choosing two artists, which is me and this other guy named Michael. And they end up asking us to do two murals a piece um, for their lot, one of their lofts. So they changed the competition because of us or something like that. Whoa. And so I have two pieces on this. I have one piece on the second floor of the 29-7 lofts and a mural on the fourth floor. So when the residents, when they get off of the elevators, they can see these murals. I actually put it in the wrong spot. It was supposed to be like when they first get off. But that's okay. They had things right there. So I was like, I'm not going to move that table. I don't know I'm just going to paint where the space is. And so yeah, it's it's really cool mural. And uh, unfortunately, only the people that stay there, their guests can see the murals. But it was a great opportunity. And so I, I appreciate it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. Because I mean, that's and that's one thing that I feel like Birmingham's been doing a lot lately is the mural mm-hmm. thing. And like everybody's doing these murals around town and for you to win a contest. Yeah. That right there. That's, that's validation. I mean, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's thank you. <laughs> um, what would you say is one of the biggest struggles that you have as an artist? Oh, getting my own way. That's been my biggest um, struggle is that I'm 33 and procrastination, man, Ooh, procrastination and insecurities. And that's why, like, nothing against, like, uh, my family and my mother or anything. But I feel like the downtown that I have right now, while she's sick and hopefully she's going to get better. Yeah. She did everything for me and my sister. We were schooled. <laughs> At the same time, I, I always was like craving this independence to do more. But for so long, I was like in my mother, like, no, it's OK. You don't, you don't have to do, you know, you're, you know, you're an artist, but you don't, you can just stay right here. I'll take care of everything for you. Oh. And these past two years have been chaotic because my mommy is not around. Oh. And I'm having to fill out. I haven't. I'm trying. I'm now figuring out adulthood as an artist, like pushing myself and being who I'm truly am supposed to be and who I already am. Yeah. And so I wish I had done these things in my 20s because I was so distracted and I was so um, insecure. I had a, a two bedroom apartment and I had a whole studio, but I barely went in there. I was lazy, procrastinated, insecure, working uh, as a a daycare teacher. Mm -hmm. And I just doing all these excuses and not pushing myself and going for it. And I'm not mad at my older self. I understand the opportunities that I have now. I wasn't ready to handle them. 
And so now I am putting myself out there. I'm doing things differently and just going forward because I don't want to wake up tomorrow with regret. So, yeah. my, so my biggest, like I, the, to answer your question, my biggest struggle as an artist with any artist is ourselves. We are our biggest yeah. enemies. We don't, we have these, these negative thoughts that don't exist in our head and we should just go for it. You're always your first instinct is the right instinct. If yeah. something tells you, Hey, I should apply to this. I should go to this place. I should do that. You're like, oh, no, 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 scary. It's the <laughs> fear, it's the fear of, of being successful. And so, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, it's me. It was me. <laughs> My biggest joke. <laughs> you are so on point with that because we're the last barrier in the process of making the art. Mm-hmm. And we're standing in our own way and like, procrastinating and doubting ourselves Mm -hmm. and you know worrying about the future and trying to like make things you know like trying to have control but also wanting to be you I mean like and I feel like as artists we also want to you know just experience life and express ourselves and not necessarily have to worry about responsibilities mm-hmm. and the day-to-day mm-hmm. you know boring stuff that mm-hmm. you, say, but, you know you want to be in your studio and you're thinking oh, yeah. about it all the time mm-hmm. you know? yeah like even when you asked me the question did I want to do video audio tomorrow I was like oh I could just do audio and I was like oh I can do either or and I was like girl stop you know you like to be seen do it go <laughs> be seen and look how awesome you look come on <laughs> go with always go with the best version of yourself even yeah. if it's so scary just do it so um yeah uh. <laughs> oh that's great advice younger artists who are listening to this podcast listen to this this is important stuff here because i think that's i think that comes down um to just that basic thing that you really have to fight against like the negativity and the questioning mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah. just to keep going. Cause one day you're thinking like, I, like I personally, I'll be like, I just made the best thing I've ever made. Yes. Yes. The, the ne- very next day I'll wake up and be like, I hate this. <laughs> Why did I post that? That was so yes. <laughs> awful. I hate yeah. it. I just, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It happens all the time. And that one piece, a person's cried over, like that. Per- that piece touched me. You're like, I'm, I'm like, why? I'm so embarrassed <laughs> of that one. <laughs> it's it's the word that we all play. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh and God. also, the another one struggles an artist comparing myself to other artists. That I work. That is, that is a dangerous playground. <laughs> it really is. And I think growing up in like that social media culture. Too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Like I get so overwhelmed. Like one of my, you know, pastime things that I do. And I think a lot of artists do is you get on Instagram and you start mm-hmm. looking at art. Mm-hmm. It's overwhelming. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm learning. I have a few artists. I'm just like, man, look what they're doing. It's like, girl, my mom always taught me, you never know what people are going through. We all have a struggle that you do not know about. Um, so you have to stay in your own lane and just compete with yourself. Look at your old piece and be like, hmm, how can I better myself? Like you have to stay focused 
on yourself and congratulate those people. Don't look at them like, oh, they're better than me. You don't know what they had to do to get there. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't know what kind of pain and struggles they've been yes, through. Yes, yeah. You know, people, we're all posting what we think in the moment is our best, right? Mm-hmm. So we're like, this is, you know, you're, you want to share your work and you want to be proud of it and everything. And they're doing the same thing on their end, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it's just so hard not to compare, though. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, yeah. I, one of the things that I do, I mean, I get inspired by a lot of artists too, you know, like I'm like, oh, that's some really cool, mm-hmm. you know, colors or whatever and want to try to make something that has the same like color palette and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so I think that that's serious. Uh, that has to be one of the biggest issues of this time as far as like, you know, the pandemic, COVID, we're all home, we're all separated, and then we're looking on the internet. Yeah. And we see this amazing stuff going on, and we're mm-hmm. like, why, why, like, well, I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> why can't I do that? Or why yeah, is it, like, you can do that? They're just a step ahead. They're just a step ahead. You just got to do something different and keep putting yourself out there. I've been one of the podcasts um, that I've been listening to is Raffi and Klee, and I love them. They've gotten me through so many hard times. Oh, and wow. one day I hope to meet them. They're, um, he's a self-taught artist, Raffi, and his wife is Klee. Um, and they give some great advice to artists. So if anybody's listening, please check them out. Like, I love them. Yes. <laughs> Send me Send me a link to their podcast on Instagram and I'm going to check them out. That sounds awesome. They give great advice. Like they just, they basically, they've taught me things that I didn't learn in school uh, about the ins and out of the art world. And just, and it's true. I've, I, I'm not going to put any names out there, but I've come into contact with uh, an art situation with someone that had like a snooty attitude Mm -hmm. because I wasn't aware of the, I knew, I heard these things, but I haven't never faced it myself. But yeah. there is the segregation in the art world. Oh, yeah. Snooty click clicks and things like that. And that's the area that I don't really like. Yeah. Um, if there was a situation, I won't go into details, that it's just the feedback and the person's, it was their opinion, because at the end of the day, when you're trying to get into a, a competition or a gallery or whatnot or a festival, if a person, I'm okay with rejection. Rejection is a part of life. Yeah. Um, but when you add extra things and you're telling person to compete with other people and change who they are, I have a problem with that. Because what if I was a younger artist and this was my first time applying to this? Yeah. Just tell me no or tell me yes. But all the in-betweens and tell me that I should what I should and should not do when I didn't ask for it is uh, uh, kind of below the belt, <laughs> unnecessary, yeah. you know? Yeah. So. I've actually experienced that myself too. That's, that's a good point because I think I, that's one of my pet peeves. You, you got onto one of my pet peeves right there <laughs> that uh, unsolicited advice, yes. especially <laughs> about your art, which is usually so vulnerable and yes. personal to you mm-hmm. you're expressing yourself 
Yes. So for someone to say, you need to change yourself to be mm-hmm. like this. In order to fit into my situation. I'm yeah. just like, your yeah. opinion. <laughs> what yeah. you're I didn't ask you for that. Yeah. <laughs> that simple no or yes is, is fine. Yeah, and, yeah. and there's and there my my issue is that like you're sending this out to multiple artists. Yeah. Again, all you had to do is say yes or no. <laughs> just like okay but I don't know and and then it went it went a little further I actually said something you know I wanted I felt the need to stand up for other artists and um they sent the response and it was more of a long of like well I'm a tough person I just need to tell you that you need to work on a b and c and I'm just like whoa (laughs) this is a this is projection now Yeah. Oh my God. So I just, yeah. And I talked to another artist friend about it and they were like, wow, I felt the same way. So I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I stood up and said something because hopefully now they'll know that you don't need to send that. <laughs> just say yeah. yes, no. <laughs> yeah. People don't realize, uh, you know, and the thing is, is like, we need, we do need like good criticism mm-hmm. and good feedback. Oh, yeah. But when you're when you're trying to (laughs) yeah you didn't ask for it first of all like why are you telling me that and then you know second of all it's like it needs to be constructive and as artists we're creatives and you can't just say anything you know Uh just because you feel strongly about it or whatever they I don't know what they were trying to say like I'm a I'm a, you know, I say what I want to say kind of person. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I just, I, I just I feel like cautious. If you have to tell people you're A, B, and C, that means you're, it's an insecurity there. But nothing yeah. against them. I wish all positive vibes. I just, it was a reason why that happened. Mm-hmm. And I, it was a test for me. Cause like I agreed to certain things, but again, I did not ask for this information. <laughs> But it was a reason why it happened. And it was a test for me, like, oh, I'm going to let this slide or am I going to say something? I said something. And obviously other people felt the same way I felt. So that means that was a problem. So Yeah. Yeah. And that's not good. And, and, and here's the thing. I'm glad that you're sharing that on this podcast mm-hmm. because that's, you know, that was a life lesson as well as sharing that with other people and saying, mm-hmm. you know, Sometimes these things are going to happen, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Don't let these people be snooty and Ooh, say this no, stuff to no. you. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I think as artists too, you know, we're very doubtful and we're mm-hmm. vulnerable. Oh, yeah. We're putting our work out there, and so it seems like it's just so easy for those snooty mm-hmm. people to just walk all over. You know, mm-hmm. especially younger artists, it's mm-hmm. like just some people in the art world, not necessarily all galleries or all people that are, I guess, feel like they're above the artist. Like at the end of the day, you need the artist. And it's OK if my work is not what you like. I am completely yeah. fine with it. It's, I always tell people it's not what you say is how you say it. <laughs> so it's like you know i can be more receptive to what you're saying if you say it in a, a professional 
nice way. And I'm like, okay, I can take your advice. But if I feel like you're coming from a negative energy or you're coming from a negative place to make yourself feel more validated, then I have a problem with that yeah. because you don't have my, I don't feel like I, I you don't respect me. Like, yeah. You see that, mm, I see, I don't like that. So I'm going to A, B, and C. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't. <laughs> if it's constructive oh. and it's coming from a positive place, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to think about what you said. I did think about what they said. Like, it did give me an eye opener and I did go back. I'm like, okay, I'm still upset about how you said it. But some of the things you did have some valid points and that was cool. But it, again, it, it taught me to like, okay, this is this is part of being an artist. You're going to have people that's going to just say some random crazy stuff. It's all about how you deal with it. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the things, too, that um, it can things like that can keep an artist from continuing to work. Yeah. Like some people will quit over something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's just so, that's just so hard to deal with sometimes, mm-hmm. especially when someone's saying it in a more negative way and they're trying to, you know, kind of, kind of bully around, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, man, that just, that's just like, ugh. but this is something that we talked about like just you know um i'm i'm one of those artists that is always trying to push other people to be Mm -hmm. creative and to keep going Mm -hmm. and you know like like your work, I needed to let you know that how good it is, right? Like I just have to let you know. So it's one of those things where I'm, I'm an encourager, I guess you could say. Yes. And yes. so to hear someone being kind of a discourager. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. That moment reminded me of a, a moment that I had when I was at Aspen. When I was at Aspen, I was insane. I was doing these crazy. I was just splattering paint on everybody. We had shared studio spaces and I was just splattering paint all over my friends. So they were like, Amber, come down. College recruiters are coming and visiting us. And I remember this one chick came and she saw my work. And I think back to how I was so irritated with her because everyone was just like, wow, Amber, you're just like, you're not afraid of the canvas. Cool. I, I was like, okay, I'm crazy. My stuff all over the place. <laughs> Whatever. That's just who I am. This one college recruiter came to me and was just like, oh my God, your stuff is just crazy. You need to do some yoga. And, oh my God, you need to tone it down. And I still, <laughs> the, that incident that happened to me recently reminded me, it triggered that moment when I was so irritated with that college recruiter. I was like, how dare you come tell me that I need to do yoga? Yeah. All you would just say like, okay, maybe you need to tone it down. Like, or, you know, again, it's her opinion. Yeah. You could have came up with some positive ways of <laughs> helping me, you know. Or, it was almost you know, like she was attacking your sanity or something. Yeah, she was like, like yoga. I'm like, I'm a child. You can't. <laughs> and my professor, uh, Darius Hill, he's a uh, He's the head, I think, or something. It asked her right now. He he was just laughing at me. <laughs> I was so pissed off at that. Lady. Oh no! And I, I just I was I do love my younger self because I was a little bit more like headstrong. I'm still headstrong, but I'm a little more mature. I mean, now I'm learning. <laughs> That's just her opinion. Yeah. My work, but obviously my work did its job. It 
aroused the emotion out of her. So exactly. (laughs) And that's something that I myself have come against. Like I've had friends who were appalled by something that I made, Mm -hmm. like came at me like, what are you doing? Why you can't do that. That's terrible. You're going to, you know, and I'm like, wait a minute. This you, person, <laughs> you know, like this person is having a very strong reaction and to it my means work. work in its job. <laughs> and I, I hadn't experienced, like I've experienced positive stuff. I hadn't mm-hmm. had someone come at me like, mm-hmm. no, you cannot do that. <laughs> like, yes, I can. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> and of course, you know, yeah, yeah. like you were saying, I questioned myself and I thought yeah, about it yeah. and I was like, okay, the, is there something to what they're saying? But at the same time, I had to draw a line and say, no, this mm-hmm. is how I want to express yes. it. This is my feeling and this is how I need to get it across. You know, yeah, I can't help that you have that reaction. <laughs> We're two different people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you have you're you're projecting your your uh-huh. feelings about it exactly. on exactly yeah as yeah. the artist mm-hmm. and they didn't you know a good way to do this for those of you out there who are critiquing art <laughs> a good way to do this is to say to the artist say what are you trying to express with this mm-hmm. yes what do you mean by this you know and ask questions about it yes, or, yes. you just say these crazy <laughs> like we, we're people we have feelings like, <laughs> like, i mean i think it, it's a good thing if you get those reactions but yeah yeah you know, like, means you're doing something yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you're like okay mm. <laughs> yeah it yeah. could have been that whole scenario could have been done a lot better. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. A lot of people go through that, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going The more you go through it, the more that you have to spin it and be like, oh, if people are saying all this crazy stuff about my work, then that means I'm doing something. But if yeah. you're like, mm, no one's saying anything, that means you probably should be doing more. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not pushing, you're not pushing the boundaries enough. Yeah. yeah. And really and then, putting yourself out there. I would say to anybody that's like watching or listening, like always the court, you should always ask yourself why you're making art and always make sure it's about you. Like do not listen to what other people are saying. Like mm-hmm. your art is you, you are, your art is you, you are your art. It's coming from your soul. It's coming from a place that you're expressing yourself and you should always trust the process and trust yourself and not or compete with other people I'm like oh my god well they don't like it so what if they don't like it the people that love your art is going to find you they're going to come to you but you have to trust the process and keep making art number one and put it out there and try different things like I went crazy I walked away I finally walked away from my eight years of doing child care Because I was so complacent and stuck. And I finally did it January 28th. <laughs> I decided to just, I'm, I'm done. I can't do this. My mental health, I got too much going on. And I don't want to waste my life. Because life is short. You, you can either be here today. They say you can be here today and gone tomorrow. You can be here today and gone today. Yeah. And I don't want to waste my time doing something that I'm not passionate about. Just because I'm, just because you're good at something it's a difference between being good at something 
than being passionate and loving something and caring something. And I was just like, it was soul sucking. <laughs> I always all want to be a passion and art and expressing myself. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to put myself out there and be happy and be content where I am so I can bless somebody else and hopefully bless myself in the process and keep my sanity. It's all about your mental health. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is so brave. Oh my goodness. Like <laughs> terrifying. But I'm so, I've been so happy in these past couple of weeks. I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just go for it. I have yeah. a friend who um, is in Huntsville and she just opened her own, well, not just, oh my gosh, I don't know why I said that. She's been open for like two years, but she's uh-huh. opened an art studio in Huntsville. Yeah. And she was doing retail jobs. And before mm-hmm. that, she was doing graphic design and we had worked together and she was just so brave. She opened her shop right as the COVID pandemic started. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and we goodness. had a conversation where she was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like everything, like it was during the time when everything was closing. Uh And let me just say this girl, this woman, she has just gone beyond and just Uh pushed through Uh and and Uh is just being so successful with this art studio and how brave that is to just take that step of faith and say, you know, I can't, continue doing this job that is just it's it's almost like it's killing you inside yeah oh yeah I my mental health yeah yeah my mental health I was just like and it was a moment and I was like oh this is it Lord I was like oh I'm gonna do this and I was like oh. and I was contemplating should I stay a little bit longer should I do it I was like I'm gonna do it I don't know what I'm just gonna do it I'm gonna do it and I was like, I'm crazy. I had that, that crazy, the Joker like, ah. <laughs> do that crazy. Like, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I was just like, Lord, and I just did it. And it's been a wild ride. And, but it's been so much fun because I have the freedom and to just do whatever and try all types of things I've done. I'm on TikTok, I'm on YouTube. I'm all, I just, I went crazy. Like I just started just applying myself to everything. Oh, so no. now I got to kind of refine it <laughs> and go on a focus path, but it's been so much fun. Like I had like a whole list for those two weeks of just like, what am I going to do? Be getting lucky and find a part-time job in fashion industry. So that's been cool. Right. So now I'm this Saturday, I'm going to throw, I always want to, I love hosting parties. I always yeah. open studio space where people can come and just grab and go. So, <laughs> Cause I have four weeks to just like figure this out and like where am I going to be it's exciting but it's so much fun that's awesome yeah yeah and you know that's a great idea too and I've seen Mm -hmm. artists that do that regularly and I've thought about it myself and I'm like man I don't know if I can handle it like yeah, yeah, not to yeah. like make you feel worried oh, yeah. or anything like that. It's that's me. That's my personal. Story. Oh yeah, yeah I love it. Um, <laughs> sounds like an awesome thing to do. I hope it works out for you and is amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gosh, you're being so brave already. Just do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do that, and uh, and then figure out the next step and just go day by day. <laughs> That's all you can do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite artist? 
my favorite artists. I've always um, liked cubism because I, I see when I paint, I like shapes. I see shapes. I have a lot of artists. I love uh, Salvador Dali too because of his the whole surreal like quality for people. In I like the ambience and making people feel the type of way. Like I've always seen, I love fantasy stuff. So a combination of a little bit of cubism because I love how uh, some of Picasso's pieces are like shapes. Yeah. And then Salvador Dali, I think her name is Sylvia, Sylvie Lee. She does these um, Day of the Dead women. I haven't looked at her her recent work, but she does these fantasy women. So her and a lot of local artists. I have a combination of artists. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, there's September Marie. She's a local Birmingham artist. Brian Burks. Celeste Fowl, Aaron Mitchell, those are some Birmingham-based artists that I went to school with, grew up around, and inspired by. So just name dropping. Yeah, 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 yeah. And here and there. Uh, it's, it's so many people. I'm probably forgetting uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like, like elements of people's art. Uh, even Jackson Pollock, uh, Frida Carlo, love just a combination of different people contemporary yeah. and old school so and see that to me that says so much about your maturity in your own mm -hmm. work because yeah. you know have you ever read the um the book it's like still like an artist Ooh, still like an artist it's not a big book but it is absolute it is everything that you're talking about it's basically mm -hmm you know, taking ideas, not necessarily taking, mm -hmm. inspired yeah. by all these artists that you yes. know, mm -hmm. and finding something in their work that moves you, mm -hmm. and then oh, yeah. somehow awesome. that processes through you, and mm -hmm. kind of oh, like sometimes oh, shows up in your own stuff. Yes. And, and you know, because like you were saying, the cubism, like mm -hmm. I can totally see that. Like you've got a lot of shape. In mm -hmm. your oh, yeah. In your work, even though it's very expressive, you've got mm -hmm. these very expressive lines. Like I noticed that you have in some of your lines, you've got it where it's kind of like a meandering line and it gets thick to thin. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And that was probably intentional, wasn't it? Yes, I love to I love to play with the elements of art, which is line, shape, color, texture and texture and value. So yeah. I love to keep those five elements and play with those. And I, when I draw, I see shapes. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a little bit, I can't think of the period. Oh my God. Um, but it's because I have a minor in art history. But I love to, it was a, a period I cannot, is it Byzantine? I'm not sure. But um, it's a period where the artists would look, at, when they drew figures, they were always drawing triangle shapes. So I was like, oh, I like that. So I, used, I love looking at people's faces, like, oh, the face is a circle. And the, so going from general to specific. Yeah. So I started with the basics and then I add on layers and I go crazy and then I add on. Yeah. So it's a combination of a lot of things. I always draw women and people get on like, oh, you want to draw men? And I'm like, I'm a woman. So <laughs> I have a model right here. Yeah, I'm always, so I love fashion. So I'm always clicking on images of random things that just really speaks to my soul. I also garden here and there. So right now I'm very obsessed with like flowers and a little bit of animals that deal with a uh, stream of consciousness. So yeah, I, I guess 
my work, my latest pieces have been dealing with the um, stream of consciousness. And I realize now by writing out my about my art is that I tend to make pieces that are the opposite of my reality. And I think that's for all artists. Mm. So my work is so colorful and so glamorous and so crazy. But like sometimes I feel like my my reality before was so complacent and mundane. Now my my work, my life actually reflects my work now. I feel like I'm free. <laughs> I I want people to live in this fantasy. But my work also has some heavy subject matters. Like it may look pretty, but a lot of my stuff is based on uh, some heavy stuff. I just choose to make it whimsical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. Like people don't necessarily, especially in social media, really, really look and take in an art, a piece of art. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Like before I got on the call with you today, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go back and look at her work some more. And yeah. so I stopped myself and really looked at yeah. the lines. Mm-hmm. And that's why I caught, you know, how you were. I, I knew that you were being expressive, but it looks like an intentional mm-hmm. thin and thickening of the line. And, mm-hmm. and that's so emotional in itself. Yeah. Just how you did it, you know. Yeah. And it's like, um, oh. I want to say, you know, Picasso did some line drawings mm-hmm. that were just shape. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, a face or mm-hmm. you know, a dog or whatever. And it was just line, but it was broken up into shapes like that. And that your work really does remind me of that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I feel like, you know, you're in, you know, you're doing a lot of women but you've mm-hmm. also done children as well. Oh yeah, I love children. Yeah, I love to be play like. I always, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning as adults. We like we gotta be adults. Like <laughs> be so serious, and we should just be having fun. Like if we would just literally just live in the moment and just like, oh my god, life, like like just laugh, like do something silly, like loosen up. So I, although I may be drawn and uh, in my mind. The, I also audience may not know that I'm talking about heavy subject matters. At the same time, I want them to feel happy and feel like you just relax, cut loose, and you, know, you don't have to be in control and work with your flaws, work with the work with the the the, the darkness. And hopefully my work will give you some light. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what you said about, you know, being like I've had that same conversation with other artists too, like um, as a mom and having children around and as you were, you know, a daycare teacher, it's sort of like um, you're around these little kids mm-hmm. and they all think they're artists. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. And they, ha- they have no fear. They're not mm-hmm. thinking yeah. about what they're doing at mm-hmm. all. And yeah, they just they do it. They're playing. Yeah. Their yeah. only job is to play. Yeah, we lose that. So many people mm-hmm. lose that as adults. Yeah. And yeah. then that's when the doubt comes in. Mm-hmm. And like, overthink all the time. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And, you're, and like you said, you are your own enemy in that way that you're like standing in your way. Mm-hmm. And it's like this, this, conscious that you've built over time where you're questioning yourself but 
children who haven't lived very long mm-hmm. have more more sense than any adult. Yeah, they they are so brave. They yes. just do it, and it's we're a, like, it's a difference between being childish and childlike. Yeah. So you think, oh, if I act like a child and play, I'm being childish. No, it's not. We're not doing anything stupid and reckless. We're having fun. We're learning to be content and happy with what we have now. It's not about, oh, when I get this or when I do this, if I act like this, I'll get, I'll be happy. You should be happy now. You should be playing now and stop overthinking and being so rigid. Oh my God. (laughs) And that, and that, you know, like everything that people are going through nowadays and having that outlet to just let loose and play and express yourself. I mean, I feel like art is so important right now. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is creativity and just life. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like everybody needs to start, like, have a habit of being creative in some kind of way. Yes. Yes. Like, but just in general, we've been programmed for so long to. Oh, no, I got to get a nine to five job. Work, 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 work. We, we spend so much time working on the same schedule. We should spend more time scheduling play and scheduling mm-hmm. mental health. We should be scheduling vacations more. It should be the opposite. We should work less, play more. Yeah, it's, yeah. Too, it's too much. It's too much life. Life is too short to just be like, I go here, do this all day. We need to schedule more time to relax, schedule more time to go to the beach, go hiking, ride a bike, have fun. We should schedule more fun. And we'll be like, you know what? Life is not so bad. But when we're just always adulting, <laughs> that's when that's when you go crazy. And what are we adulting for? Like yes. stuff? Doing this for material things that are gonna be here and gone. Before yeah. you. <laughs> like I mean, it's not, it's not something that we can take with us when we pass away. I mean, and it's (laughs) everything always like you buy something new and eventually it's going to be old and fall apart. And then you you still have these sad moments because you, (laughs) I saw a quote the other day and I was like, wow, that's so true. It's when you're, when you're stressed out, you're not stressed out because you're, you're doing too much. You're stressed out because you're not doing enough of what you truly want to do. That's where the stress comes from. And I was like, oh, my God, that's that's right. I'm not awesome. I used to tell myself, I got all this stuff going on. No, all that stuff is a distraction. You should be focusing more on what you really. We all have that deep down, deep down in us that I really just want to go to the beach. I really just want to go play my guitar it's because we're doing less of what we truly want to do is more stressed mm-hmm. out because we, we got all our energy tied up into things that we think is what society and what we're supposed to do and I was like man that really hit different yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know where that is you don't share that with me I'm gonna put it on my podcast page and my art page oh my god yes that's that's transformative. Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah. We're stressed out about things that because we don't want to do it. We're doing yeah. things because we think we have to. And I'm like, we don't we are it's like our lives. <laughs> the hamster on the wheel kind of thing. Uh-huh. Where you yeah. are just stuck and you're working and working so hard. Well, what doing? are you you're not going anywhere? Yeah. You're wasting away <laughs> your life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you yeah. there's these things that you know, I'm Christian. I, I feel yeah. like God has put something in my yes. heart mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's it's gotta be meaningful. It's gotta have purpose. Yeah. He didn't give you he didn't give us the 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 skills to be an artist for a reason. We're supposed to use this is our niche, this is our goal. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we're fighting against it, trying to be like everybody else. And it's like, no, you need to be this. I mean, I'm gonna humble you and I'm gonna get you back there. You may not like it because <laughs> you're not listening to me. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> That reminds me of a conversation that I had with my six-year-old like a couple of nights ago. I was like, look, I know you don't understand and I know you're not happy with me telling you no, but uh-huh. it's for your best. It's oh, for you. Yeah. It's for your, your best. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to help you. So stop fighting me uh-huh. and let me help you, you know? Yeah. And I feel like God is always trying to tell us that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why are you freaking out? Why are you so crazy about this? I'm telling you, you know, what you need to do. And I was like, no, I need to do A, B, and C. Yeah. And it's all about a change of perspective. And I'm learning that to just look at things from different Those Rafi and Clay, I'm, I'm quoting them again. It's like a lot of times we're always looking out the window and banging our heads like, oh, my God, I need to go through the window. But all we had to do was just go over and unlock the door. The door was right there, but we were focusing <laughs> on trying to <laughs> go throughout the window. Like, no, I didn't think about the door was right there. All I had to do was just shift a little bit. That is so good. Like, holy cow. Oh, my God. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, man, you are, you are sharing some wisdom with me today. Holy I, cow. And I, 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 you know, what I also learned is when you're telling somebody good advice, you need to take the advice yourself. So that's why I need to look for the door too. Yeah. And see, like I post a lot of artist quotes like on my Instagram and stuff. And the reason I chose those quotes is because yeah. I need, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm struggling oh, with. You know, it's not mm-hmm. because I'm like trying to be like, this is what everybody needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is about me guys (laughs) yeah yeah it's like if it if it's something that has meaning and purpose to me then it probably has meaning and purpose to somebody else oh yeah yeah and it's like one of those things where we're we don't realize how alike we all are Mm -hmm. in our struggles and we're we're no matter how young no matter how how old has where you're from <laughs> nothing none yeah. of that stuff has anything to do with it because we're all human beings and we're all yep. going through this stuff we all have bones and blood <laughs> all artists our artists are literally going through the same all the problems oh yeah oh yeah but then we're also like kind of looking at each other like competition and it should in art is not a competition you should only oh. there's no competition Imagine what the world would be like if we would stop yeah. eating with each other and, and would like yeah. support each other. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Holy cow. It yeah. Would change everything. And that's my goal is to, to find where I fit in. I'll just, I have this need. Like I told you, I love Disney music. And like the day that I decided that I was going to leave childcare behind, yeah. uh, Moana. And then the song from Let It Go from Elsa. Elsa, those two songs, because I'm a type of person, I believe in signs and wonders and uh, numbers and symbols and things like that. Like, I feel like 
God communicates to me through music. Um, oh. So that song, oh, how far I'll go. That's the name of it. That song used to always play in my head because if I felt that, I was like, I need to go. It's, it's, I need to go. It's something out there. And then the let it go. I got, I got to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that the other day. I was like um, watching Frozen Two, and yeah, I. My daughter is obsessed with Frozen, so we're just playing it, like, nonstop lately. I, I realized how deep Disney music is. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, they're not speaking to these kids. They're yeah. speaking to the adults yeah. that are listening. Oh, yeah. oh Disney is amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally see what you're talking about. I relate, to, I relate to Elsa so much. <laughs> like, I had a couple of old coworkers. They're like, I don't, I don't like, you know, I don't like, I don't get frozen. I'm just like, I get it. I got a sister. And I, like, I feel like Elsa all the time. I was just, I feel like I just need to let it go. I feel like I'm so, like, like on my website, I have pain away my comfort zone. Like, comfort zones are not comfortable. Like, no, they're not. They're there to keep you from holding you back. And I'm like, I got to get rid of Get of comfort zones and get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I, I feel like Elsa, like, I get it. Oh, like the, the other song in Frozen 2 when she's on that horse and she's just, I'm like, girl, I understand. I just want to be free. <laughs> <laughs> You're like cheering at Frozen, like, yes. <laughs> and I just, I think it's so beautiful that the whole lesson of the Frozen 2 is that she, her, the calling that she kept hearing was her. It was her. It was her. Me. I was like, ah, I get it. <laughs> oh, so deep. I'm like, Disney, yeah. you're going to make me upset oh, watching yeah. you. This is so serious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm always crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been an absolute wonderful talk with you today, Amber. Thank yeah. you so much for coming yeah. on and talking to me. And where can people find your art at? They can find my work I'm everywhere. <laughs> they can find me mainly um, Instagram, uh, Miss Amber O. That's why I post like my process. Uh, Amber O's art, that's on Facebook. And I have my website, um, oreoamber.wixsite.amberosart, I think. <laughs> but there should be a link on my, uh, on my uh, IG. So I'm, I have my name everywhere i'm on youtube i'm on uh twitter i rarely use those i just put i just planted the seed so one day they're gonna be fully active i'm on red bubble so i'm just doing it all nice. <laughs> so Ooh, make- on red bubble that will be yeah awesome. I, saw, I saw my first piece on red bubble <laughs> i saw a mask on this so i was like okay yes <laughs> um but yeah you can find i'm doing on tiktok <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just trying it all. But yeah, mainly if you go to uh my Instagram, it'll lead you to my website. Everything. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are amazing. Your work is amazing. Um, anyone that's listening, please go check out Amber's work. She is just so expressive in her colors and her lines. You just have to look at this artwork. It is so great. Thank you for listening to Art Talk with April. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please subscribe.